Hi everyone, welcome back to a new news episode of Slim Radio. My name is Marlene and we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, hi Julia, how are you doing? Hi, <laughs> I'm doing great and you? <laughs> I'm doing good, thank you. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, hi, I'm Julia, I'm 21, I'm working for Slim Radio in the visuals team and I am Marley's girlfriend. <laughs> yes, that's why it's such a special episode for me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, so today we're gonna um, talk about two very important topics. Um, First of all, about um, the Pope, who has something to say about the LGBT plus community. Uh, and then also the, the shootings uh, that happened in Atlanta. Yes. So, yes, um, just going to start with the first news. Um, so basically, uh, the Pope, Francis, um, uh, has said that the Vatican cannot bless uh, same-sex unions. And it's going to be really hard for me to... Uh, talk about these news without commenting them. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try first to just tell them um, and then we can have a little discussion about it. Yeah, so basically he said that the Catholic Church doesn't have the power to bless same-sex unions despite their positive elements as it is impossible for God to bless sin. Very interesting. Um, He says basically that um, sex and relationships between same-sex couples is seen as intrinsically disordered, um, which means that they are wrong. Um, and he says that, that the, context, the context of those relationships are not orders to the creator's plan. Uh, he sees it as a choice um, to not be straight and he thinks that God can change same-sex couples. He also denies um, that what he says and what the Vatican stands for, um, he denies that it is a form of discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community. Um, yeah, he also says uh, that despite the gay people must be treated with dignity and respect. Very interesting. Yeah, it's such a contradiction. Also years ago, I heard him saying that Homosexual people have a right to be in a family. They are children of God and have a right um, yeah, to be accepted and loved. So I'm really surprised by by his words, especially his, his choice of words. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, I remember like a few years ago, I think he said something like, who am I to judge? And I kind of thought that um, the Catholic Church was going into the right direction. But um, yeah, apparently not. And I, I mean, for me, it's also not like I was a bit surprised, but it's also not a big surprise hearing um, from a church uh, that they uh, yeah, deny same sex couples. Um, but at the same time, um, yeah, the Vatican has a lot of power, actually, and the Pope itself as well. I think um, like the last few years or a few years ago, um, the Pope was ranked um, with the top five most powerful people uh, year after year. And um, yeah, basically the, Va the Vatican has two main power drivers and that's that they have a lot of members um, and lots of money as well. And I think that's a bit scary actually. Yeah, definitely scary. Do you think this will encourage violent hate crimes? Um, yeah, I do think that. Um, yeah, sadly. Because if you look at the countries... Um, that um, are very in influenced by the Catholic uh, religion. 
and that is like a leading religion in the country. That's, for example, uh, Brazil, Mexico, and uh, the Philippines, uh, Italy, also United States, and those are uh, yeah big countries as well. And I think um, we also see it like, for example, in Brazil and in Mexico, there are a lot of hate crimes against the community. And um, I think a lot of people, so here's what I think. I think um, a lot of members will maybe, uh, yeah, leave the Catholic Church because uh, they are part of the community. But I actually, um, when I heard this news, I went on YouTube because I was interested to see the discussion of like what people would think and say about it. Um, and I saw in a lot of comments that some people wrote things like, um, finally, the Pope's doing something right. Mm. Uh, he's following uh, the creator's plan. And those comments had a lot of likes. And I was so surprised because I sometimes it's really hard for me to imagine um, that people um, still um, follow those traditional beliefs. Um, so that actually shows me that in, in a way of saying that um, those people are doing sinful things, um, they put them below other people in... Uh, yeah also in respect ways. Um, so if someone sees someone else and thinks they are below them, they think they have more power. Um, and then uh, violence happens as well, often, I feel like. Yeah, and the language is such a vital part in that as well. And I feel like people people should really stop like deciding lifestyles. And it's not, I mean, we all know it's not a lifestyle. It's just... I mean, no one can do anything about it, right? Like, we are born like that, and it's not our choice, but why should you make the choice to even more suppress us and even more harm us in that way? Mm. And, um, I mean, to be honest, I'm. It's, it sounds like a bit sad already. I'm happy that it got better over the years. Um, I read that about, technically, about 60% of the Catholic, Catholic Church are, like fine with homosexuality but it's still 40 percent like that's a lot still and what the pope said it's not gonna help any like any queer people at all and i think it's just time to really sit down and you know those people that are you know supporting us we should like come together and support those who you know who are who can't be helped at the moment because i mean i'm happy that we live in a, in amsterdam that we live in a big city but I'm, i can I'm, i can imagine that people in small villages you know where it's really like conservative are really really struggling right now that's right yeah and i think it also um supports internal homophobia definitely i wrote a comment which made me so sad um i wrote that someone um commented i think under uh, a video uh, that they're um, self part of the community but they think it is right what the pope said oh. and that that's that hurts me yeah that's just how ter- that is terrible um yeah but do you think actually like the traditional lifestyles that the catholic church um, advises people to live is even manageable in like uh, today's modern world I generally think who it doesn't matter who it is. If someone advises you to live a certain life, that personally I cannot align with that because everyone is so like individual and everyone has their own history and past. And um, 
it just seems so wrong to me generally that people, you know, um, say what you can and cannot do, mm-hmm. um, especially when it's concerning your sexuality. And people just tend to forget it. You know, it's love at the end of the day. And um, and especially in today's society where we really praise individuality and we want people to come together to voice their opinion and stand with each other. I don't think it's like okay at all. Yeah. And I also think the uh, because it's also important to um, see it not as the whole of Christianity, because I know they have done a lot of things wrong, 100%. Um, but for example, the evangelics, I feel like they're kind of developing a little bit. Like they're not taking the word of the Bible as like, what do you have to live in? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, trying to uh, place it in today's society and change it around, like because... Uh, in um, a lot of uh, church in Germany, evangelic church, you can marry as a same-sex couple. And it's just that the Catholics, um, they are not willing to, um, to evolve, actually, and develop within the world. They're kind of, like, trying to fight against it. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. So <laughs> Just hoping that, um, yeah, people will finally wrap their head around, you know, that love is love and you know, if, if you're religious, I think people that, you know, are against it, they cannot imagine how it feels like to be religious and to, like, be torn between your belief and just how you, who you are. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that we can continue on having this conversation to finally change something. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay, all right, let's um, move to uh, the next topic which is a very heavy and uh, serious topic for you yeah. especially as well um it's a shooting that happened in atlanta yes um a man has been charged with murder after eight people were killed and another person injured in shootings at free massage parlors in atlanta and six of the people were women of asian descent which screams hate crime to me but the police in georgia claims that the shootings were not racially motivated and that he simply had a bad day yeah that really i was really lost at words like apparently he has a sex addiction and he blames it on these like massage salons and um yeah the media also doesn't say it's a hate crime even though it's really obvious to us um and it's just really scary that officials you know actually say oh he had a bad day and that's why he went there and he happened to have a gun with him and people died. And um, the Asian community has seen such an increase in hate crimes over the past year, which is largely because of being demonized by, by Donald Trump of the coronavirus break. And um, But it's also due to this like ongoing, like th- I feel like this ongoing violence toward Asian women is undeniably linked to this like widespread hypersexualized stereotypes. Mm. Um, in the media that strip Asian women of their individuality and um, unfortunately like reduce them to exotic sex objects mm-hmm. and um, yeah me myself and my Chinese family in Germany unfortunately I have also experienced similar things to that and um, yeah it really saddens me to hear that um, and I especially the last two days I was I was I mean you seen me yeah. um, yeah, Mali, she she saw me when I was re- I was really I was really grieving. I still am. And um 
yeah so yeah it really saddened me to hear that yeah um which experience um have you made uh regarding asian stereotypes and fetishization in your past well um mostly when i was in fifth grade and sixth grade um i remember that i was once getting into like you know a fight no not like a physical fight but you know i was like we were arguing and something you know just children and i remember that the girl would you know like call me like she would say racial slurs and she would um insult me because of my asian appear uh, asian appearance and you know make fun of my eyes and would ask me whether i could even see her because of my almond shaped eyes and i remember i was really put up i was so like terrible. wow i i didn't even expect that and i yeah. remember going to my sister and you know showing her like the text message and i was at the loss of i was lost at, you know i didn't have any words and um so I remember that very clearly still, um, but generally, um, I like my mom. She got also insulted several times um, by being on the street or in the supermarket. And uh, actually, like I used to like this girl, and uh, one day she asked me whether my mom is only with my dad to get like a German citizenship, and that really hurt. Um, and it felt really reduced as well. And I think the worst thing about that was that it seemed it seemed so genuine. So I don't think it, she had like any like bad intention but she genuinely wanted to know. So she genuinely considered that as an option and I was I don't know how old I was like 15 or something and um yeah I you know people ask you stuff like that you don't know what to say. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think also that you actually said that she genuinely thought that shows um because some people sometimes say like ah oh, it's just a joke uh, it's just a stupid comedy show i really hate it. yeah and then uh, but this shows that the jokes get internalized mm. and that's what you what you think basically of uh the asian people living around you and that's how you disrespect them and that's what leads to death in the end what led to death Yeah, language is really powerful and I feel like people tend to forget how a simple joke can can turn in like violence and even like verbal violence is so harmful already and I feel like people underestimate like this power of and um yeah, I think um it's just really important that we also, you know, actually speak about media res media representation of um asian not only women but like generally like asian people and what really shocked me as well um i think two days ago i shared something uh, in my story about the media representation of asian women and um i actually got some comments about that like people responded to that and one person um said generally oh i thought they were really funny back then and no one was arguing about that and everyone loved it and um that i was i again i didn't know what to say to that so i obviously just um explained my situation and um elaborated on what i meant with you know posting this etc and uh yeah they ended up not getting it and not responding anymore and it really frustrates to know like you actually want to have this conversation but 
since people are not in the same shoes, they just tend to not see what is done, you know, what, what happens and how harmful it is to portray Asian women always like in sexualized positions. Um, and yeah, that leads to, you know, my mom being addressed on the street, whether she, you know, she knows, you know, where she he can get a happy end or something that happens already. Wow. Actually, once we were in Amsterdam and people came up to us. Really? Yeah, I was really, really young. I actually just uh, recently talked with my mother about that. Um, mm -hmm. But that's like insane, right? You would think, oh, you watch these movies, no one would take it serious. But people do. Yeah. And that's the result. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, it's super important for everyone to be very sensitive with the topic and stop making your own minds around it and thinking that you know how it feels and what it um, can uh, lead to. Because uh, if you are not Asian, then you don't know, simply. So then just listen. It's really important just to listen um, and be sensitive, I think, and stop making your own opinion to it and thinking that you know how it feels like or know the truth about it because you don't. Mm. Yeah, and also what's really important as well is like really please reach out to your Asian friends and make sure they're okay. Please check in on them and like more importantly, like really stand up if you witness any discrimination. I mean, probably most of you like think, yeah, of course, but I... I'm, I really hope that you do, and especially really check on like on your friends, because even like if you don't post on social media, it doesn't mean that you're not hurting or something. I mean, we all know that, but still, I feel like um, yeah, a lot of people need like need the reassurance that their friends are there for them and that we stand with them. So yeah, I just wanted to get that out there, That's and yeah. That's good. Yeah, check on in on your friends. Also, yesterday you were really grieving and uh, fe feeling very upset, and obviously, like obviously, you didn't post it into your story. Mm, yeah, um, that was. I saw a video of a um, elderly woman. She got attacked. I think it was yesterday, and on the video she was uh, talking Cantonese, and um, I understood how she said um, that he was like he was hurting her. And he attacked her out of nowhere and she was like crying. And I don't know, seeing a 17-year-old like Cantonese woman, like that could be my mother, you know, and that could be that that is my family. And I feel I feel so strongly like connected to that because I don't want anyone, you know, my community to be hurt. And sometimes I wish I could be there and help them. But I know I can help people that are, you know, my environment and I hope people that listen to this will do it as well. But yeah, yeah, that was intense, definitely. Um, just the last thing that I want to ask you, despite everything that you have said already, um, uh, do you want, um, is there something that people should do to change their behavior? Like, is there something that you want to tell people basically, like what they can do? Yeah, I just feel like genuinely um like always to support. Uh, to support yes um always be aware of your language be aware of um, i mean to, in order to be aware you need to reflect as well and maybe ask yourself whether you have maybe internalized any stereotypes you know when it comes to asian people you know like i don't know being super good at math or i don't know not even that but just like the tiny thing makes up the whole picture 
and it's important for us to demask that. And um, when we witness that, that we have, you know, the the guts to also say something and stand up, because if you were in their shoes, you also would like to have someone that would step, you know, in front of you and help you. Yeah. Or maybe just reaching a hand sometimes, you know, and just comforting people and saying, "Hey, I'll be there for you and I'm listening." And I think that is already a world changer. Just listening and um, comforting people. A lot, yeah. Okay, Julia. Well, um, thank you so much for talking openly about this. And I know it's not easy for you and you shouldn't have to, but I and everyone else like, really appreciates it a lot. Yeah, um, ha thanks for having me. And I hope, um, yeah, I hope that we can make it somehow and be there for each other. Yes. Because that would be great. I think yeah. this is like a really uh, first step into the right direction. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thank you a lot and um, yeah, everyone stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.